What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Fleet Maintenance and Management Podcast, where we interview fleet managers and business owners across various industries. Our goal is to help make your fleet operations more efficient by hearing tips, best practices, and other insights from experienced individuals. I'm your host, Zarain Abdiali, and let's get ready to rock and roll. What is up, everyone? Excited to be here with you today. We have Rick Roman, who is the operations manager for EEAP and Got Safety. Hey, Rick, how's it going? Going fantastic. How are you, Zrain? Great, great. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm excited to, to ask you some questions here and, and get your uh, feedback so our listeners can get some value out of your, your experience. Um, kind of just to kick things off, Rick, can you give us a little bit of background about you, the company, and kind of your, your, you know, your experience in the fleet, fleet management space? Sure. As, as you mentioned, I'm an operations manager here at EEAP and Got Safety. Uh, we're an OSHA compliance and citation defense providers. So basically, we help companies to comply with OSHA regulations uh, for their particular states. Uh, we do things like writing documentation. Uh, we provide training and materials, do on-site inspections, and uh, do defense of their OSHA citations as well. Um, I started with EEAP back in 2007, and uh, we've actually been in business since 1990. Uh, primarily servicing California. Uh, a couple years ago, we launched our uh, online technology under the name of Got Safety and moved our corporate office out to Cedar City, which is when uh, we took our, our operations national. And uh, it was about that time that I kind of took over the fleet management of, of, our, of our fleet of cars here. Okay, great. And how big is the fleet currently? Uh, we, have, we have about 15 cars Two of them aren't really in service, so really thirteen active cars. And um, and do you have and it's drivers for each of the vehicles that are using you know using you know any kind of software and things like right. that. Right. So basically, our, our so we service as, as far as our on-site services, we only do those uh, in California. And uh, so we have because we go out and visit our clients, we have our our employees you know stationed throughout the state. Um, we've got guys up in San Francisco, in Sacramento, down in San Diego. I mean, really all over the state. And we have a fleet of of uh, Honda Civics that our that our employees, our uh, service trainers, go out and d- drive to our clients, and and they just kind of have their routes that they that they go out and do. Okay. And how quickly has the fleet grown since you've, I guess, started in this in this role? Well, basically, we uh, we actually used to have our employees uh, use their own vehicles for for years and do a reimbursement program. We we only started in uh, 2012 where we got our first cars, and I believe we bought about three cars that year, and we've been adding about two cars per year uh, since that time. Okay. So about two cars per year. Cool. Um, do you anticipate yourself? I mean, is it growing about that same pace uh, going into this oh, year yeah, and we, next year? We, we believe, uh, you know, our, uh, our, our rate of growth has grown every year that we've been in business. So, so yeah, we definitely expect to continue to, to have to get more vehicles and more employees for sure. 
Very good. So with that growth, I'm sure there's challenges that you're facing, you know, when it comes to managing your fleet. Can you kind of talk a little bit about, you know, from the beginning and, 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 you know, to present day and what kind of the future that you anticipate, some of the pain points, frustrations that you can kind of share well, with our there's listeners? There's definitely some, uh, some, some challenges that we face. As, as I mentioned, uh, you know, our, our employees are taking their vehicles home. So they're, they're not coming back to the yard every night and, and cause they're all over the state and they're, you know, so the, the vehicles we're not getting to lay eyeballs on, on the cars all the time. Um, so they're scattered, you know, across the state, um, sometimes with either turnover of employees or when we get new cars and we try to keep our more senior employees in, in the newer cars. So the cars change hands. And, uh, you know, now that, our, and, and like I mentioned, our corporate office is in, in Cedar City, Utah. Uh, so it's definitely a challenge trying to make sure that uh, you're getting the cars serviced that, you know, at regular intervals are, are actually the problem that, that we mainly had is, is we actually went overboard and, and, and did really well uh, at servicing them. But there was an expense to that because um, once a month, all of our service technicians get together uh, for an all hands meeting at, at, you know, at our California office. And we would take it to uh, the local Honda dealer. And so some of the challenges that posed is that sometimes maybe the cars weren't due for maintenance, but we didn't want to wait a whole other month. So we were really getting them serviced every month, whether they needed it or not. And, and really, uh, you know, a lot of inefficiencies with, with maybe right. more money, not necessarily <laughs> not in like most people say they don't do it in time or they let, you know, where, where things break down or, you know, so, things yeah. like that. But that's interesting. So, so this yeah, over servicing. Uh, over, uh, and then the, the, another challenge actually, you know, when you're, when you're dropping off 13, 14 cars at the dealer in one day and want to get them all back by five o'clock, sometimes that was a problem too. If it, if, if, you know, the car turned out to have some unexpected things besides the routine maintenance. So, uh, so there's definitely been some challenges and, and that's why, you know, we went to, uh, you know, to where I, I once it got into my hands that I started looking for something that I could use that would help me better track where these cars are to where I didn't have to do it when they actually would come to, you know, to our office. I could actually be able to see where their cars were from afar uh, from a maintenance standpoint and be able to to actually have them serviced out in their own areas. And, and so that's kind of the direction that we've okay. gone. So you mentioned initially too, I know the maintenance part of it is, is one thing and over-servicing and things like that, but you did mention one other challenge initially where was you didn't know when the cars were coming back or where were they at all times. Did you, do you have any tips for our listeners for not in terms of the maintenance tracking so much, uh, cause we'll get into that, but in terms of where the cars were, did you guys put anything into place for that, or do you have anything that you recommend? Actually, for yeah. We, so when I said where they were, I mean they weren't where we could lay eyeballs on them all the time. But yeah, actually, we do have uh, tracking software. Uh, GuidePoint is actually uh, what the system is called. Uh, strangely enough, they don't offer any type of uh, mechanism with it 
for tracking the maintenance. So it's so it, it kind of we, we already had that system. So I, I you know, which is nice because of the fact that they take them home. I'm able to see, you know, every time these cars start, when they're rolling, how fast they're going. Uh, I can see if, if if our employees are speeding in our cars. And, and like I said, since they're taking them home, uh, it's nice to be able to know when these vehicles are starting because obviously, we, you know, company policy prohibits them for using them for personal use. And this way we're able to make sure people aren't using our cars on the weekend. So, so we do have that system in place. Okay, cool. So that's that. And then and then the maintenance part of it, um, you said that you were looking for a software. So that was one of the challenges. And then you kind of found software uh, to kind of help with the maintenance aspect of it and making sure you're keeping track and things like that. Were those the two kind of couple of pain points and frustrations that, that, that you were facing? Is there anything it, else you know, that you like had? I, said, I mean, we've got... You know, there's there's lots of software out there, but I, I think, you know, maybe if you're a larger company with massive fleets and, and they do so much. And I really just needed something simple that was going to be able to to be able to, you know, keep track of when my registrations uh, came due, when when I needed to rotate tires, when I needed to do oil changes and things like that. And another big bonus, you know, I, I, I started looking online, trying to find something and and ran across the Autosyst, which really uh, was economical enough for, you know, for our small fleet that, that worked fantastic because now I'm able to, you know, to track all of those things and, and when the, when I need to do those things and, uh, you know, get the cars taken care of at the right intervals without overspending. And uh, so, so that's, yeah, that was really something that was helpful for us. Cool. Very good. Um, in terms of like the legal obligations, um, do you know of any or are you familiar with anything in terms of in your industry specifically? Are there some regulations or something that, you know, requires you to keep records on well, for a certain amount of time? Enough, are you aware a, a of anything like that? In trucking, uh, before getting into this industry, I spent uh, about 10 years in the trucking industry. And I know there when you have those larger fleets and obviously got these big trucks that um, can cause damage, uh, you know, if, if they're not maintained correctly. And uh, so, I mean, used to have to do these uh, CHP bit inspections and things like that. On, on our end, a small thing like what we got going on, I've not really seen anything as far as, you know, any kind of requirements. I'm sure, I'm sure if, if there were ever an issue where something failed, uh, you know, you'd wind up finding out that if, if something, you know, wasn't maintained on your end, that it could cause you some problems. So I'm sure there's some legal obligations there, but, but there's no, nothing really that, that I'm aware of that we're having to keep track of or file or anything like that. Okay. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to someone managing a fleet, whether they're new or they're experienced, what can, what what would it be? And you know, based on what you know well, now, well, is there I, I you know, anything different, different that you would the, do? The, I mean, as far as uh, you know, what, like I said, the, the the thing that I did already do different was getting something to help me manage it. Just trying to keep track of it the way we used to by just taking them in every month and and spending all of that extra money. You know, another added bonus that we got is a lot of times when uh, 
people are fueling up even. They're, they're buying additional snacks and doing whatever um, and, and putting the charge on the card. And, you, and then you get a, a receipt for, you know, whatever, $30, $40. You don't even know that that was all for, for fuel. Now that they're putting in, you know, the, the cost per gallon, how many gallons they purchased and, and the whole bit, it, it's kind of eliminated some of those things as well. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, so if someone is on the, on the, I guess, fence about automating their fleet maintenance, or maybe they're doing it manually, I mean, what, what advice could you give to that person? Like, is that, is that, I mean, did you, you wish you did it sooner than later? Well, I definitely is would, there a certain been tipping point have done it um, in your opinion? Later. Like I said, we, we didn't run into problems. You know, if you, you under maintain them, you're going to have more costs because you're going to have cars break down, vehicles break down. You can have added expenses for, for repairs, uh, you know, possibly lost business and what have you. And then in the case like ours, where we didn't run that risk, we still overspent by having the vehicles over maintained. So, I, I mean, the one thing, I mean, having something that really helps you simply keep your eyes on where you're at um, is definitely the way to go. Cool. Very good. Um, and last thing, kind of closing off, uh, where do you see the future of kind of, you know, fleet vehicles and management, kind of where it's going? You know, I know there's self-driving cars coming and, well, you know, all I that mean, talk. But know, where do you our, kind of see it going in the future? With, uh, you know, from the factory with these navigation, fancy navigation systems and computer systems. And, I mean, in addition to the fact that, like I mentioned, we have uh, we have our guide point. We also have our, our fast tracks for the guys driving around on the freeways and what have you, and then and, and then using the auto assist and, and something like that, that I would imagine at some point all of that stuff will will come together in, in one spot where where you can, you know, basically guide it straight from the vehicle, which which would be pretty nice. But uh. Yeah, so it's all kind of all centralized in right, one, where you one can just unique add thing, one platform. And, and, and have have you, I'm sure in time that will come, but in the meantime, uh, we're doing all right with the systems we've finally gotten in place. Great. Great. Any no, other closing thoughts, Rick, for our listeners uh, before we kind of conclude here? Well, very good. Well, we appreciate your time. Uh, thank you again for joining us. And uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you, Rick, with sure. questions, uh, is Go there any, you want to give them any way to contact you or a website and, or anything uh, like that? You, we have our toll-free number there. Uh, we could answer any questions or if there's any way we can be at help. Again, my name's Rick Roman. You can ask for me and, uh, and be happy to help you out. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Rick. I'm, I'm going to put this all in the show notes to uh, listeners here. So, uh, thank you. you know, thank you again for joining us and we'll see everyone next episode.